I'm Craig Williams, and this is Beyond the Tassel. You know, we live in an extraordinarily interconnected time, but that's not really new. Truth is, we always really have. And those of us who grew up in small towns understand that reality perhaps better than most. It seems like having the inside scoop on the goings-on in my hometown, population 3,372, was almost an Olympic sport when I was growing up. There was a crowdsourced web of information gathering woven into the very fabric of daily life. And for the most part, the intel delivered through this web was fairly accurate. But it was also a powerful source of discomfort for those who suffer the indignity of false accusations and undeserved whacks at their reputation. When I was a senior in high school, there were no cell phone videos, no Twitter, and no Instagram or Facebook. So while the crowdsourced intelligence gathering woven into the fabric of my hometown might have known who was gathered at the rock pile on a Friday night, red solo cups in hand, there was no formal record of it. The events that took place and the words that were uttered there may have resulted in damaged friendships or local reputations. Those words, events, and activities floated upon memory alone and were seldom, if ever, formally captured. Today, we live in a very different world. It's not really even a question. Social media and its vast reach into our lives, granted, of course, by us, has made that so. The question before us, really, is how will we make the most of it? You already know some of this, but I'm guessing there are at least a few things you can do to leverage this new reality that you haven't yet considered. Let's take a few minutes today and explore that. The fact is, those who would help us leverage our post-secondary options through the resources to which they control access are using our very own documented words, deeds, photographic, and videographic archives, both for and against us. In 2020, a survey of college admissions officers revealed that 36% of them are looking at the social media profiles of their applicants. Now, that's an 11% jump from just a year earlier in 2019. In 2017, now nearly half a decade ago, a survey was conducted by the American Association of Collegiate Registrars and Admissions Officers, and it found that 11% of those respondents said that they denied admission based on social media content, and another 7% rescinded offers for the very same reason. So make no mistake, what you post matters. Among the most incendiary negative content would include pretty much what you'd expect that which demonstrates negative character traits like dishonesty or violence toward others and racial, ethnic, sexual, or gender discrimination. But it goes further, much further. Students are encouraged by experts in personal branding to consider how, for example, their grandmother would react. Would she be upset, angry, or embarrassed if she were to read some of your postings? Social media also has an incredible power to provide you with boost not typically available through either the Common App or through proprietary institutional applications. It provides you with many times the word count limit typical in those other personal sketches of who you are. With your thoughtfully cultivated social media, you can paint a more complete picture of who you are. You can, of course, showcase and bring to life 
your awards and, and moments of recognition, but you can also demonstrate how your mind works, your sense of humor, your logical side, your empathetic side. And all of this can go a long way toward helping admissions officers see the complete you. Because in actuality, admissions officers really do want to qualify you, not disqualify you. They're looking for reasons to invite you to their institutions, not to send you packing. Now, in most cases, those students who have successfully navigated the highly selective school labyrinth have done so by telling a more effective, more complete story of who they are. And social media can absolutely strengthen that hand. Because your visibility, your visibility to your dream institution is one of the standard techniques of admission success, it really is worth considering how you might utilize social media to leverage this. For example, it's always been a good idea to make inroads with department heads and other influencers within your target institutions. Athletes have long made it a practice to reach out to coaches of their sport in the institutions they like to explore. And it makes perfect sense to do likewise with those teaching in the areas of interest to you. Now, I'm not recommending this as simply an admissions-focused parlor trick, because that'll, that'll be spotted a mile away. But as part of a thoughtful relationship-building process. After all, the ultimate aim of both you and your target school is to gain a better understanding of one another. And this kind of connectivity can create a huge asset. Which takes me back to social media. You've got yours, of course, but your target school and those professors and coaches have theirs as well. These people are influencers. This can give you a window unavailable to students 20 years ago. And thoughtfully approached, you can interact with these people here and form a relationship that may very well serve your admissions ambitions. Authenticity is something I've spoken about quite a lot through our podcast series, and it really is a valuable commodity. And you should never try to game the system by being inauthentic in real life or through social media. Because, look, you'll eventually be found out. But you can absolutely present, and you should absolutely present and interact through your best self and generate an interest in who you are by effectively channeling admissions director's attention to some aspect of who you are that resides on social media. For example, I have a friend who's very active in an acapella group at the University of Chicago, and she is part of an award-winning organization right now that's just doing some amazing work. Their work is all over YouTube, and I know they connect it to their worlds through Instagram and Facebook as well. So that's a perfect example of how an individual might direct attention to some aspect of what it is that they're doing outside of the constraints of a typical college application form. Now, it could be your spoken word poetry. It could be your winning entry to an engineering competition or something as simple and relatable as work you've done in your community or something you've done to overcome some stubborn obstacle in your own life. You know, when thinking about what others know of us, I like to channel the words of Zingerman Delicatessen founder Ari Weinzweig, who likes to say, we're all naked and the world sees us. Ari is an amazing entrepreneur and has built a phenomenal enterprise in Ann Arbor, Michigan, but he's also an author, and I think that Ari hits the nail right on the head here when he essentially says, look, we're, we're really just standing here for the world to look at, 
it's not difficult for the world to see us if they choose to see us. So he says we're all naked, basically saying that, you know, anything about us can pretty easily be found out through social media and online research. But the social media corollary to this really is that our window shades are up and it's not difficult for those outside to look through those windows. Now that said, let's be sure we're putting our best selves on display and that we're not embarrassing our grandmothers. <laughs> and even if you don't plan on going to college, the same that can be said of college admissions directors can also be said of military recruiters, prospective employers, parents of your friends, and much, much more. So it's just smart to be aware of the nature of open shades on our social window. It's just a reality from here on out. You, you can't always prevent your friends from posting images or videos of you that you may not like, but you can make good choices as to what you'll be photographed doing. And in reality, that's not so different today than it was in the rock pile 20 years ago on a Friday night. It's just that today, the social amplifier is much larger than our hometown web. Well, that's it for this week. I hope I've given you at least a thing or two to think about and consider as you move forward. Next week, I'm going to do a deep dive into what actually happens behind the curtain of a few college admissions offices during their decision-making process. It should be fun. Until then, I'm Craig Williams for Beyond the Tassel. Listen, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay engaged in your own amazing journey.